0: Of, what we'd like to uh, try to look at is what exactly was the difference between Noah and Abraham. We know that Noah uh, was almost the winner, but not quite, uh, because Abraham was the winner. Uh, when we look back at our history, we look back till Avrimovinu and not further back than that. What happened? What happened to what happened to Noach? I mean Noach saved the entire world. He he saved the world as we know it. There would not have been a world if not for Noach. So on the one hand, Noach was chosen to save the world. And then, Avram was chosen to be the father of Am Yisrael, who are the reason for the existence of the world. So there's a kind of a disparity. What happened? What happened to Noach? Now, Noach, as you know, (coughs) all right, that's the question. Let's go through the psukim that teach us, or some of the psukim that teach us who Noach was. In the beginning, <laughs> So you know there are the ten generations between Adam HaRishon and... and And so Lemech had a son. And his son was... was Noah. Now Rashi points out on this Pasuk, Sheh Mimenu Nivnei Olam. Right, you see that the, this son built up the world again. The world was going to disappear. But Noah kept the world going. So what is Rashi explaining? What is Rashi explaining? Rashi explaining... How the word "ben" gets in, is, you see. You it, see, it, you think that that everything is is okay, but Rashi knows that it's not, because if you look at these, um, at all of these psukim, this is lemech, right? But the full lemech. Vayi'betu shelach sheva shmonim shana. The pasuk, posse, it's pasuk of hate. It's not on the sheet, but it says Vayi'betu shelach <laughs> sheva shmonim shana umat shana. That metu shelach lived seven hundred and eighty years, eight hundred eighty years. Vayoled et lemach. You see, in all of the cases, in all the generations, it doesn't say Vayoled ben. He had a son, and then. In our pasuk of Tetz like Rashi Noach, but the pasuk says the father gave birth to, and the name is in the, in the pasuk. So Rashi says that the pasuk should have said, the pasuk should have said, Noach. Why say Ben? So Rashi says, "Rashi Shemimenu Nivnei Haolam." That this is not just to stam, the word Ben. This is not the regular word ben, but the regular word this word ben is put into the into the Pasuk in you know, order that we should know that something exciting is about to happen. This is not like the Tushella having a son whose name is Lemak, who just was the next generation. But this is something remarkable. by like only, right like the first one and all the generations, the first one who had a Ben. And then the, so that's Rashi. Kai Noach now the Torah suddenly starts explaining to us why his name was Noach and the Torah doesn't do that with V'tushel Ahol just now with Noach the Torah starts saying Vayikrat Noach means that is to say like what is Noach? what is the word Noach? Zeyinachameinu Mima Now the word Yenachamenu looks like a Hebrew word, Nechama. Right? We know that word, right? Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. Shiva de Nechenta, the parashiot that come after Tish Abba Av, a of Nechama, consolation. Like it's not so terrible, it's not so bad, Nechenta. Mima Asenu. Um, Umi itzvon yadenu. Ma are the things that we do. Itzvon yadenu. Yadenu are hands. Itzvon sounds like it means the sadness. Or, like, you know, you might say travail. It's always like you substitute one word that you don't understand for another word. I mean, travail, you know what the word means, but you don't know why it's different than work. Like, which is worse? Work or travail? I don't know. It's Minha Adama Asher So this is theology. This the Rashem Adama Asher That's part of the punishment to other Marisha. That the land will be cursed. The land will be cursed means that it's not going to produce properly. You're not going to be able to get out of the land what you want to get out of the land. That's the curse. So you'll have all kinds of uh, of things that grow out of the ground that you don't want. That you not that you didn't plant, They you planted the tomatoes and you got cactuses, so I mean uh, you can't it's not so good. So Rashi says So the question is of course, what is yidachamenu? In what way is Noah What's so great about Noah? In what way does he give us consolation? So Rashi says, Rashi says, <laughs> Noah will cause our our, our our oppressed hands to relax. You know, like we'll be able to, uh, we'll be able to uh, to be calm that's what the posseh says that noach is going to do this how is he going to do this imagine that until noach they used to farm the land but they didn't have tools they had to farm the land with with their own hands they had to dig out the, the stones or they had to make a furrow they didn't have And Noach was the one who made it possible to farm the land. And the and when they would plant, they would end up growing all sorts of things that they didn't want to grow. Brambles. Kotsim Dardarim. They would plant wheat, and out would come junk. Mikilu lato shel adam harishon uvimay Noach Nacha the zehu yinachamenu the constellation. The word yinachamenu means to rest. It was there was like peace. It was what was it that Noach accomplished? What was his great achievement? According to Rashi, he made. Peace between man and earth, or between man and the created world. Because when man was kicked out of Gan Eden, man slash woman, right? Okay? You'll forgive me, I don't have to say it every time. When they, when they were kicked out of Gan Eden, when they were kicked out of Gan Eden, they were kicked into an unfriendly world. And so Noah. Who's ten generations later after man was kicked into this unfriendly world Noah is the one who is able to make peace he is able to make peace to a certain extent in any event between man and his environment man and the world he lives in suddenly there were enough tomatoes to eat there were enough potatoes there were no potatoes but there was enough of whatever they needed to eat that was Noah he, he created a state of Nach, of, of rest, of peace. That, that there was uh, the travail, the difficulty, the unpleasantness, past. Because if you don't explain it that way, that word uh, Noach comes from Nacha to rest then uh, uh, so then if you really think it was just i um, consolation then his name should have been Menachem so I don't want to go into that but I do see in Rashi Rashi wants to explain to us what was the uniqueness of Odom HaRishon in what way was Odom HaRishon in what way was Odom HaRishon able to distinguish himself in what way was he was he the worthy candidate to restart the world? In what way was he chosen to be, and, and it's not his righteousness, at least not in this pasuk. It's not because he had an awareness of God that no one else in the world had. It was rather that Noah was able to show that man slash woman could live in the world of God's creation and apparently until Noah came along that was not possible people lived but they died they weren't able they couldn't support themselves it was all, it was all kind of a mess but, but Noah made sense out of it and the sense was that the curse that Adam lived in was not insurmountable it wasn't that a Kodesh Baruch who said you'll never be able to live in the world that wasn't the curse the curse was that they'd have to overcome it that it wouldn't be there on a silver platter like it was in Gan Eden. in Gan Eden you walked around if you were hungry you put up your hand and down came a pizza pie that's how they lived in Gan Eden. when they got out of Gan Eden, they lived in the world of a challenge but Noah was the one who showed that the challenge could be met, that they could live in this world, and that's the only thing that we know about Noah at this time. And this is the end of the parasha Breshit, where Noah comes into the into the world. Now, if you look at the second at the second source, Breshit, Parikvah, that's our parasha. This is the parasha of Noah. By Ya'ar Hashem ki Raba Ra'ata Adam ba'Aretz, v'Chol Yeter Machshavot Libo Ra'akol ha'Yom. By Nechem Hashem ki Asada Adam ba'Aretz, v'Yitadzev Eli Boz. Everybody knows that this is like you know. Yes, the question. Is this this how you talk about God is that like God has these kind of realistic feelings. v'Yitadzev Eli Boz. So we know, we know that the. uh uh, this this continues I don't want to get into this problem so much but it's certainly a problem look at Zayin, I have to remember Noach Noach there's a play on, the, on words Noach is the one who Is the reason for the existence of the world, and everybody else is the reason for the destruction of the world. So that, uh, you see, you see, uh, what? Why? You mean, why were they all killed? Well, the fish weren't killed. They weren't all killed. Uh, I mean, it's a question. It's a question I agree. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if you say, I mean you could say that since the, the uh, animals in the world were only put there to serve man, so there's, there's no man, there's no point to creation. It's like also the trees were killed, and the, whatever was growing in the land was killed. I mean, Everything was killed. But it, it's not as though, it was more as though the world was destroyed. So the world, the existence of the world is dependent on man. On uh, anyway, what I want to see, what I want to show you is that in this Pasuk, in this uh, pasuk, uh, pasuk Chet, I mean, that's what I'm interested in. You see it says, Noach Motzok Ch'in Hashem. Noach Motzok is a hard word, I and mean, every word is hard. But you know, with the ones you notice are even harder. You see, Uncle Noach Hashkach There was Rachman. Rachman means love. God loved Abraham. Ah, uh, Noah, I'm sorry. God loved Noah. Or God had a strong feeling about Noah. We don't know why. The only thing we know about Noah is that he made the claim, Achreisha. the only thing we know about Noah. I think it's very easy to find Chen. Uh, little... To Noah. From no. Chen well, to Noah. Okay. That's good. So Rashi doesn't say anything about Chaym. Rashi doesn't help us. Unguru um, says, Ashkach that God was merciful in the direction of Noah. He had a soft place in his heart. But we don't see anything in this parsha that indicates that, that Noah was a religious personality. Nothing. So if we turn the page and you look at the Ramban, Noach Matzachayim, you see the Ramban? Page 2 at the top. The Ramban says, Shayu Kalam Naim u Everything that Noach did was Naim u Now the words Naim and Naimin are not words that are applied to spiritual things particularly. Naim, naimim. I mean, everybody else was stealing. So if Noah wasn't stealing, that's naim, unaimimim. Everybody else is murdering. They're all murdering each other, right? It's like the early version of Lud. So that's, and, and Noah wasn't killing anybody. So that's naim, unaimimim. Techen kimatsati,chen but that's chen chen is a closeness it's an awareness God is aware of you but what does that mean? it's not a religious feeling in other words Yosef was efficient Yosef could do the job right Yosef uh, uh, had a good personality he's not talking about Yosef, David, and Shmon Esrei he's talking about Yosef being an interesting person in jail so the jailer liked him that's the, that's the grace uh, okay may, yeah grace that's a good word I don't know what that word means either Esther is not David and Esrei, right She's just like the queen. She's it's a very kind of real. It comes out of the ground. It's it's the the real person that you see, not the inner person, the extr the external person and so why does the Torah stretch for Noah because that's the opposite of everybody else in the world because everybody else in the world the Apostle says everything they did was litzavon, sadness created sadness if you look at the uh, Created sadness. I'm sorry. So the people in the world made God sadness. And, I, and Noah was hate say we don't know what he did the Ramban doesn't explain us what Noah did he just said that he was like like you looked at him and it was alright you didn't see anything particularly wrong it wasn't that Noah was spending his time doing mitzvot or that Noach was somehow having conversations with God it was just that Noah was Mosechei that's what Noach was. Now in the beginning of the parasha of Noach, we're up to Noach, right? If you go back and you see the Pasuk, Pasuk Tet, that's the first Pasuk in our parasha. Ailatol toldot Noach, Noach Ish Sadik, Dabima Yabidorotav, Eta Lukimi Dalek so contrary to everything we've heard up to now, where Noah was a practical person and was able to make the tools for agriculture, and Noah was Mozachain, which seems like a kind of an external uh, thing. He wasn't a bad guy, but not positive, or anything very positive about it. Suddenly, you have this world-shaking pasuk. No one was ever given this kind of tombstone. Listen to what, what, what does the Pesach say. Noach is tzaddik. Tzaddik, that's a positive word. Tamim, that's another positive word. Et alokim et ha'lech noach. I don't know exactly what that means, but it certainly sounds very positive. certainly sounds like the thing that a person should be there's just one word that's a little bit upsetting and the one word that's a little bit upset, upsetting is et, uh, a bedorotav. Right, bedorotav. and it's on this word that Rashi rewrites the story right, Rashi forever rewrites the story because Rashi says if you look at if you look at B'dorotav you see B'dorotav in the Rashi? It's like six or seven, eight lines on the bottom. But there are the Shrach. Call Shilo We should Gnai. We see the the Abraham, the So when I say, when I say that Rashi rewrote the pasuk in the Torah, this is what I mean. When you read the pasuk, it sounds like Noah was very positive, very positive, religiously, spiritually, a very positive kind of person. You open up the Medrash, and the Medrash says Zel the One one position is that he was uh, the ultimate tzaddik, and the other person' position is that he was a relative tzaddik, right? But you could still choose. When you look at the mentors, you could choose. When you look at Rashi, Rashi says he's not a clear personality. We don't know who he is. You could say he is a tzaddik and would be a tzaddik in the generation of Admarvino. And you could also say he was a tzaddik in his generation but the generation wouldn't be anything now why can you say both of those things because you don't know because you really don't know it's a real question when you have a person who's a righteous person amongst the wicked you don't know how he would be amongst the righteous and according to Rashi I mean this is the story that Rashi tells that it's true that Noah saved the world that the reason for saving the world that Kodesh Baruch had the reason for saving the world was Noach But when we look at Noah, we don't know we don't know if it was a relative kind of positiveness that Noah had or it was an absolute uh, kind of, of righteousness so Rashi for right here in this position, this fossil which seems at first to be the Ultimate positive statement. I've give be more positive than say, Isht Sadiq Kamim, Ethel Kibit, Alech Noach, there's nothing better than that. Rashi says, Well, it's really difficult to assess who Noach was because he lived in a very strange time. And because it's difficult to assess who Noach was, obviously. He's not going to be, in history, the model of righteousness. Because we just don't know. In spite of the fact that the Torah says, Noach is In spite of the fact that the Torah says, Et Elohim et Noach. In fact, when Rashi gets finished with that phrase, Et Elohim et Halech Noach, there's nothing much left of that either. Let's look at the Rashi. <coughs> Let's look at the Rashi. Rashi says, "At the look here, we five lines on the bottom in the Rashi." Uba Avrahamalomer he tallech lefanai. Hashem said, "Avrahamavino walked before me." Asher hitalachti lefanav. This idea is always that Avrahamavino goes first, even before God. Noah Hayatsa Y Sa'ad with king with God. He was always leaning on God. He was a good person, but but he had to have like reinforcement all the time. God had to say, you know, good work, Noah. Good fellow. without This was not necessary. She says, uh, uh I'm say, I'm gone. I'm gone. Here, imagine that. I and mean, imagine what. I mean, like every kid in Chida learns this Rashi because at the beginning of the parish. Everybody knows all the Rashi's in the beginning of the Pasher. So you say, Eto, okay, like no. first you thought to yourself, boy, it would be great if somebody said that about me. And then Rashi comes along and says, yeah, but not like I would It's true he went with God, but God had to support him. God had to keep reinforcing him. God had to keep telling him that he was all right, so he had this possible this great pasach which sounds like we're talking about the greatest person that the world has ever seen and Rashi just cuts it down and cuts down Noach so we have now a person of clear ability to live in the created world he's punished he's kicked out of Gan he lives in the world but He's able to deal with it. He's able to put up with it. On the other hand, on the other hand, we can't say that he's not affected by the world in which he lives. We can't say, you know, we're not sure. We don't have any evidence, but we can't say that Noach was not uh, a personality that could be improved upon. And that the improved personality would come finally from Avram Avinu. So let's look at the uh, Let's look at uh, at the Ramban. We want to look at the at the rest of the Ramban, but we started to look at that. Ramban. You see the Ramban, the fifth line in the Ramban. So here the Ramban says the same thing in a different way. He says "ish Sadiq doesn't mean like a righteous person it means that he's not as bad as the bad people that's the Ramban He's not, he's not attracted to these idolaters, to these sorcerers, the people who do things that the Torah forbids. The he's not an idolater. Uh, they He doesn't pay attention. He just he cleaves to God all it sounds a little more positive than Rashi, I think. Hashem Noach, after all, was a navi, so he knew what he was supposed to do, according to the Ramban. So uh, the, I think that the Ramban is, is a little bit more uh, uh, liberal about, uh, about Noah Now, that man has to somehow accommodate himself to God's will. So the Rabban now goes on to a separate problem. And his problem is, he says, even if there is Noah, how did his children get into the Teva? How come his children are also saved? I mean no one ever said that they were that they were Sadiq, Tamin, and Bidor uh, He says, Alav the Ramban has this like practical side to him because he says that if the children of Noach would have been punished and killed in the Mabul so that would have been a punishment against Noach. He wouldn't have had any progeny, and so that's how they were. That's how they were saved. Uh, well, I'll get back to that in a minute. All Yomar kihut tzaddik shalem, and Gan Banavu Beitel tzaddikim kihul limdam keinyan shekatov ki edati the manah sheitzaret Banavu Beitel. That's about Avram Avinu. You the Rabban the Rabban doesn't understand how the children of Noah were included. Why were they saved? The children, the inlaws. The, why were they saved? What did they do? So he says there are two possibilities. Either either the children were saved because it would have been a punishment against Noah if they would be killed. That's the one possibility. And the other possibility is that since they grew up in the house of Noah, like the children of Avram later on, they would be... Um, uh, they, they also got it they also got it from Noah. I mean that's such that's, that's a good argument because you know that Adam Rabinu had a son whose name was Yishmael who apparently did not get it but this is what this is the point that bothers him so he uh, he the Ramban seems to take it for granted that the notion Sadiq applies more clearly to Noah than Rashi would want it uh, wanted it to apply one more thing in the Ramban. The Ramban says Bidaratav. Yeshri Avatevishul Rashi. Remember Rashi? Bidaratav means either the Tova or The fihabshat in other words the Ramban was willing to do this. He disagrees with Rashi. Because Rashi makes the case that you can't make a determination. You don't know who's right. Whether it's Lignai or the Tova. That's Rashi. And then comes the Ramban. And the Ramban says, uh, So he says, Surely the Pasuk means, that it's a relative statement, relativistic. That we're talking about the fact that Noach was a tzaddik in his generation. We do not say anything about any other generation. That's what the Kodesh Moahu says about Noah He says that you are a righteous person in this generation. acher No one else is worthy of saving. He says, what does the word Dorotav mean? That many generations have passed, right? Since the world started to go rotten. And they waited, that God had to wait for Noach to come along so there would be somebody... Uh, to save. How you can Alech mitushelach. Remember mitushelach. was the father of Lamech, and Lamech was the father of Noach Right. So mitushelach. It says about mitushelach that when mitushelach died, he was a tzaddik and they had. Uh, the Medrash says that they celebrate Shivaki Aveilut because he was a righteous a righteous person so there are according to the Ramban gradations of righteousness but even though Methuselah was considered to be righteous he wasn't righteous enough to be saved that's what, that's what, the, uh, that's what the Ramban says so again even according to the Ramban according to the Ramban it's perfectly clear that Noach was righteous in his generation, and in other generations might not have been considered righteous, and even though he was more righteous than others who were not worthy of saving the world, like the he was still not on the level of of Avram Avinu, and as to the question of how the sons of Noach were saved, uh, um, the Ramban says, well, either either they were saved because God didn't want to punish... um, uh, that God didn't want to punish uh, uh, Noah by killing his children, or alternatively, uh, they they were kind of the children of the righteous person of generations, so maybe they were also, maybe they were also uh, uh, righteous. Uh, just as an aside, I want to remind you that the last pasuk. The last posthum in the parasha of Noach, it's not on the sheet, but just the last it you know, it's about Avram Avinu going to Eretz Canaan. And God tells Avram Avinu to go to Eretz Canaan. you may terach, but they, they left Ur-Kasdim. I'm talking about something else. They left Ur-Kasdim and they ended up in Haran, on the way to Eretz Canaan. And there, our Kodosh Baruch Hu, there the Possek says, you may terach chamei shanim and p'tayim shana, vayamot terach b'charan. Vayamot terach b'charan. Terach died in Charan, and uh, there are questions on when he died in haran. He died later, he died near Eretz Kenan. And uh, in any event, Chazal said, Chazal said that, uh, when Hakadosh Baruch said to Abu Avinu, "Atata vola b'shalom," you will go to your to your forefathers in peace. So everybody wondered, who's he going to go to? I mean, Terach must be in Gehenna someplace, and Abu Avinu is going to Gan Eden. So Chazal said that that Terach Chazal b'tshuva, Terach Chazal b'tshuva. That's what Chazal said. So the Rabban says, uh, he doesn't say, uh, but he, say, he says that there's a rule, that there's a rule in the Gemara and Tamit that uh, there's a claw there's a, there's a, there's a that you have to take wood for the Mizbeach every day. And on the Mizbeach there was a big fire in the middle of the Mizbeach, called the Moket. And they used to fire it up with new wood every day. So bring in wood on the Mizbeach. And all the wood that grew could be used. There's no problem of Kashrus for the wood. But, the Gemara says, they didn't use the wood of the olive trees and they didn't use um, the wood of the of the vines of the grapevines. they didn't cut them down even though in theory they could have but in fact they didn't use the wood of the olive and they didn't use the wood of the grapes and there the Chachomim say the Gemara the Gemara the Chachomim say he Hapeirot et It's because in the Beit HaMikdash they needed the oil and they needed the wine so they looked at the, at the tree and it is not worth it I'm going to cut this tree down just so I have wood because I'd rather have I'd rather have the I'd rather have the wine ultimately, or the oil. That's what I really want. So, Itzilu HaPerot Eta ha- Etsin. So, Ramban said, that's what Chazal meant. Itzilu HaPerot ha- Terach. I, I mean, like today, it's even easier for us, I think, if you know, if you think about genetics and genetic uh, mapping. So he says so everything's genetics, right? Everything's genetics. If I, if I have a running nose, it's my mother's fault. <laughs> it's not the opposite. I didn't take a coat. It's because that's what I got. And I got the genes make me make my nose run. So I mean, I'm in the clear. But that's so. So it can't be that Tara didn't have any redeeming features. But you can't be that Terach could be Terach and produce Abraham. But he so so it's the opposite. It's it's not the opposite. It's perot et That's what the that's what the Ramban says. That somehow in heaven, when they made the chesed of who Terach was, it turned out that he deserved to be in Maybe not for what he did on a day-to-day basis, but what he gave to the world. Ultimately, that's Hitzilu HaPerot Et HaEitzim. So that's what, that's what uh, I think that uh, the Ramban is talking about. He said, sometimes the children save the father, and sometimes the father saved the children. So he says, that's what he says about Noach. Maybe he saved uh, the children. I'd like to, uh, to point out a few other things about Noach. When Noach gets out of the teva, when Noach gets out of the teva, per ket pasuk kaf, vayven Noach misbeach. Mikola Hashem, Mato mikol abeimato, rabikol abeimatohor, vayyal olot So Rashi says, mikol abeimatohor, Mato lotziva aliyah. Hashem broch lachlis me elu shiva shiva el la kriiv korban mehem. But you know that. That uh, that the animals were brought in seven and seven pairs of kosher animals. So what was the point? Why did they need seven pairs? Why wasn't one pair enough? So obviously Nachaya came, came to the conclusion that this was in preparation for sacrifice. So he sacrificed. So you know that there is this idea in the Torah that man can do things that find favor in God's eyes. Right? And the thing that is pointed to at the beginning of the book of Ayikra and again here with Noah, is a korban that you can you can uh, create a reach nichoach you notice notes is not in the eyes. Reach Nicholach. I don't know if it says eyes, it just says Reach Nicholach a beautiful smell. It's a a, a, a smell that appeals to our Tudishboh. So that's what Noah so Noach exhibited. Noach exhibited his his great capacity. The first thing he did when he came out of the when he came out of the teva, was to do the most significant thing that a person can do, which is to create a reach nichoach. And, and in that way, he he kind of said, I know why I was saved. I know what the point of all of this is. It's not just to have a world, but it's to create a reach nichoach. Then HaKadosh Baruch said, Lo <laughs> adam, Ki Yetzal Lev HaAdam In other words, Baruch changed the conditions of the agreement. The agreement used to be that man has to be really good. And the new agreement was that God with man, with created man, was... Uh, that you take into account the fact that it's not his fault, so to speak. And because of that, because the expectations change, the created world has now got an insurance policy. The created world is going to continue to exist because as bad as man is, it's never going to be as bad as... Uh, and so bad that they are going to deserve to be um, to be killed Perik Tet Pasuk Aleph Perik Tet Pasuk Aleph Perik Tet Pasuk Aleph Perik Tet Pasuk Aleph which means which means Noach is taking the role of Adam HaRishon Adam HaRishon was given this one mitzvah perik I mean also the mitzvah of the tree but that's God so HaKadosh Baruch Hu says and now you are Adam HaRishon you are Adam but on a new condition The Adam Arisha had to be righteous that was the expectation that he would be righteous or he would be kicked out of Eden, and he was kicked out of Eden. with you that expectation doesn't exist Pasuk Kaf noach Vayi ta What is Vayachel? What does that word Vayachel mean? What? Latchil? Like like that Hebrew word Latchil, look what Rashi says. Vayachel asa Atsmo what? Chulin. A different word. Vayachel means he made himself not kosher. It always, he went from Reach for the one who sacrificed to God, who was it? his and then he became, Because the vine, while it gives you grapes and the grapes produce wine, you can't live on that. That's not reasonable. In other words, what should he have done? He should have planted. That which would enable him to live. Instead he planted something else. He planted a kerem. Rashi says, Ish Adama, Adonai Adama, Kimo Ish Naomi, Ish Naomi means, Gau. Dao. Ish means, is a word that describes uh, possession. Possession. Ish Naomi. Va'yit HaKerem. teva. Ichnisi Echnisi all right so rashi says it's not a kasher. it's not a kasher. he had uh, he had it <coughs> again remember I mentioned that pasuk to you but look at rashi the end of the rashi the last this is the last pasuk in the parsha of Noah, right? The last pasuk in the Parish of Noah. Rashi says it's an amazing Rashi. The haran you see the word haran chet reish nun, ched nun. So Rashi says anun hafucha that the nun is turned about. There's the the nun. You know a nun has a head like his like his a nun. I'm a nun. My hands a nun like this so if it it's a, if it's in Hebrew it would be like this it was turn that way it was facing the wrong way of course the problem is that if you look at the Nun in the Sefer Torah it's not facing the wrong way it's facing the right way there is no Sefer Torah that does what Rashi says it does which is a problem it's like a curiosity but Rashi says Rashi says you know why this is important? and why this is important? he says see Rashi Anunafucha so that haran can also be read as haron and the fact that the nun is backwards it's not backwards but let's say it would be backwards tells us that this is a word that's noteworthy why is it noteworthy? because it can be written it can be read in a different way that Vayamot Terach he was from the age of Charon of anger the anger of God and the anger of God came to an end and that's what God promised Vayirach right? so that that you have I think a complicated personality and his name is Noah, and he was on the one hand Righteous, and on the other hand, not quite as righteous as he might be. But let's look at uh, let's look at the first pasuk: in lech lecha." Remember, I mean it's next week's pasuk. Mm-hmm. But we always said we said it begins the difference in Avraham and Noach and Avraham That according to Rashi, "B'darotav" means, and elokim Noach" means not quite not quite Avram Avinu so where is Avram Avinu like what did Avram Avinu do Noah, God said build a table he built the table he said bring in the people he brought in the people Noah sat around for 40 days for 40 nights another 40 days for 40 nights another 40 days for 40 nights and then he came out that he gave a Reach michal. sounds good okay he planted those vines and he messed up because he got drunk which has turned out badly for him. So what was what was no what was Avraham Avinu's contribution? Where is Haaretz Asher Arecho? Which land is it that our Kodesh Bach was going to take Avraham Avinu to? God Eretz Canaan, and where pray? was Avraham Avinu going before God told Avraham Avinu to go to Eretz Canaan where was he going? to Eretz Canaan and who was taking him to Eretz Canaan? Terach Terach who however we explain it was not the best of people so God says to Avraham Avinu Lech lecho. and Rashi says you see the Rashi, at the bottom of the page, L'ana'atcha u'letov'atcha. Rashi, it's a famous Rashi, explains the word Lecha, the pronoun, to you, for you. He explains it for your good. For your good. V'sha'v'ashecha go'y gadol, v'khan hi'ata'zocheh lebanim. V'od sh'odiyati v'acham ba'olam ba'od. Sh'odiyati v'acham ba'olam. What was it? that Avram Avinu did, when we're introduced to Avram Avinu, the first thing we see in Avram Avinu that we never saw with Noach is that with Avram Avinu, everyday activity is converted into the result of a consultation with a Kodesh Baruch. What did Avram Avinu give us? Just that one Pasuk. What is the inheritance that Avraham Avinu gave us that Noach did not give us. That life is always, you're always at the same juncture. You can follow God's directive or ignore God's directive. You may end up in exactly the same place. But in one case, you're being led by terror and going nowhere. And in another in another case, you're led by Avram Avinu, and that's Tovatcha Ulahana So that Avril Avinu, Avril Avinu was the one who understood that belief in God, that belief in God implies that every action that you take is somehow determined by God's will. There's some kind of connection between what you do and and again this idea that it could be exactly the same. In both cases it could look exactly the same. But for the person involved, there's a world of difference. So that when the Pesach at the end of Lech Anoach says, <speaking in Hebrew> It means that for Avram Avinu, Terach was gone. Until that time, until they came to Haran, he was leading the family. He was taking them to, to Canaan. But now, that's not going to be the case. It's going to be Abu Avinu who leads them based on the divine uh, directive. This idea that life, that life could be filled with directives from God, is something that Avram Avinu invented. Yes, it's true that Noach built the Teva because God told him to build the Teva, but that was quite an extraordinary event and did not indicate that that there would be this kind of partnership that would go on and on and on, even after the Teva came on dry land and Noach left the Teva. With Avram Avinu, it's not building the once in history tevah that's going to save humanity. It's not like the swashbuckling Noah height kind of movie. It's rather it's rather that Noah understood that everything has to be uh, that Av-Mavino understood that everything has to be done in consort with God's will, and it doesn't have to be saving the world. It doesn't need to be changing everything. And that's why Avram Avinu was the fitting person to be the father of Am Yisrael. Because the legacy of Avram Avinu is about life. It's about every day everyday life, about doing the right thing, about davening for the right people, about about uh, uh, justice, about seeing injustice and trying to uh, try to deal with it, whether it's stolen, Amur or the Arba Melachim and the Hamesh, whether it's uh, it's Loth, uh, uh, all the problems with Loth. These were kind of everyday regular family problems that Adam was going to solve in consultation in consultation with heaven. This was not Noach. It's true that Noach was a special person in his generation. But he doesn't take initiative. He was not interested in saving others. Chazal say that he didn't. It even popularized the fact that there was going to be a mabul. He he had no communal side to him. He didn't see the importance of going in the way that God wanted him to go. So on the one hand he sacrificed, yes, but on the other hand, he also planted the vine, got drunk, and got himself into into serious uh, difficulty. He had good sons, a good son, but he also had sons that were not so, not so good, but he didn't deal with that uh, other than, than perhaps the one opinion in the Ramban that we saw. So that the Shiddish of ar know, we know, as said say, that ar was a great philosopher, and he was able to think his way into monotheism against the, the commonly accepted positions of the world in those days. Nevertheless, the Torah introduces ar to us with Lech no complicated treatises on, on, on God and on monotheism and on the uniqueness of the belief that you can't be another believer at the same time. The introduction to Avon Lavinu is Lech lecha It could be said to anybody, about anybody, but it was said to Avon Lavinu because that's what it meant to be faithful to HaKadosh Baruch. To, to, to turn everything that you do in life and even if you are on your way to eretz Kenan, but before you were on your way to eretz Kenan for other reasons it was economically viable or there was a job waiting for me but now it became it's God's will that we should go to, to eretz Kenan. and that's what uh, that's what Abraham and Philah gave us that Noah couldn't give us and so on the one hand it's true that Noah saved the world but it's also true that Adam Avinu made it possible to have Am Yisrael who would then in turn be able to receive the Torah. Good Shabbos. <laughs> uh, the implication that Hashem already decided that well, He was going to destroy the world and there's different waited for Noah. You Noah. You could destroy be. it beforehand. No, you could be. Also that Mishra Dushelach was not the right person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wake yeah. that, uh, yes, could be. Mariff, Mariff. <coughs>